Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Sometimes when people are feeling judged, they'll say, leave me alone, that's between me and God, it's none of your business. Now this is technically true, but ultimately we will all stand before Christ's judgment seat and we will give an account for our lives with no one to blame or give excuses for other than ourselves. When people say, leave me alone, that's between me and God, they're usually meaning get off my back. They perhaps aren't realizing that the second part of that sentence is the most important part. It is between you and God, and it will certainly come back again when you stand before him. In that light, our actions in this life become crucial. Paul has been talking about disputable matters, lesser matters of the faith where we may agree to disagree in the name of Christian love. He has specifically been talking about whether Christians need to keep kosher, obeying the dietary laws of the Old Testament. Romans chapter 14 verses 19 through 23 continues. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if they eat because their eating is not from faith and everything that does not come from faith is sin. So we are to make every effort to live in peace and mutual edification. Every effort is quite a command, but it seems to acknowledge that we may not always be successful in living at peace with everyone, but that is no excuse. One day we will stand before God and we will give an account for everything, including every relationship we've ever had, and we will have to honestly answer whether or not we truly made every effort on our part. This thought should affect how we live out our lives towards others, of course. Paul reiterates again here that all food is clean. We do not have to remain kosher anymore. In this particular disputable matter, a Christian definitively does not have to obey the dietary laws of the law. But he adds something here that's fascinating. He says, at the same time, it's not right for anyone to do anything that will cause another to stumble. So you should lean into your brother or sister, not your own convictions on these lesser matters. If my brother needs to be kosher out of his expression of faith towards Jesus, then I can be kosher when I'm around him. If my sister eats anything and doesn't worry about being kosher, then I'll eat anything with her. We are to make every effort to live in peace and build each other up. Interestingly, this passage seems to be saying that there are things also that may be sinful for me that aren't actually sinful for you, and vice versa. If I have a conviction, I am to stick to it, not worrying about anyone else, doing what I'm doing unto the Lord, and refusing to condemn those who feel differently. If I feel strongly that a Christian should never touch alcohol, then it is sinful for me to do so. If I feel that I can have a glass of wine occasionally, then I need to be careful when I'm around brothers and sisters who feel differently. Neither side is to judge or condemn the other. The most important part is that everything is done out of faith. Everything that is done is done out of devotion to the Lord. For everything not done from that place is sin, Paul writes. 
If I believe that I can't eat certain foods, I should obey that boldly. If I can eat anything, I should do that boldly as I'm doing it for Jesus. If I'm not doing it for Jesus, if I'm being swayed by others, if I'm giving up my convictions because of other people, then I'm falling out of faith. And by definition, that is falling into sin. Ultimately, on these lesser matters, it really is between me and God and my convictions as I walk before him. Today, take a look at your life and see if you can notice any areas where you are acting without faith, where you are doing something out of tradition or out of legalism or out of peer pressure, anywhere that you are not walking in your own sincere biblical conviction. If anything does come to mind, then take some time to think, what will you do about that as you move forward today?